This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beer and Howard Griffin. Hey, welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. I'm your host, Rico Beard. Howard off this week. He will be back next week. Let's just jump right into it. A couple of big primetime games in the Big Ten. Last week, not so great. This week's schedule, this week's schedule is great. Let's start off. Iowa, Penn State. Both teams coming in here ranked, but Iowa... Well, they're going to be without some players. They're missing uh, Luke Lachey, the tight end. He's done for the year. They're also missing a couple of running backs. Now, this is going to make things very, very difficult for Kay McNamara and that Iowa offense. I mean, I think Brian Ferentz, we all know that he has to score a certain amount of points in order for him to keep his job. Well, points are going to be at a premium. Good thing you ran it up last week because I don't think that if you give Manny Diaz a week knowing that you're minus three offensive weapons, it's not going to be a good thing. Manny Diaz, to me, may be the best defensive coordinator in the Big Ten. He's got Penn State. That defense is humming. That's not even saying anything about their offense. I'm going to get to that in a second. But for Iowa, Iowa, you got to do very simple. You're going to come in and try to run the ball. The problem is, as I said, Manny Diaz knows you got to try and run the ball. Can Cade beat you with his arm? Can he scramble? Can he make plays? Can he extend plays? Can he keep drives going? That's going to be the key. And playing it so late, the the whiteout, it's never a good situation if you're Iowa. So for Penn State, you're coming in, you haven't had any turnovers the entire season. Can you keep that streak going? You look at what Drew Aller is doing. Drew Aller is really finding his own in the Big Ten. Drew Aller looks like he could be that guy. And you're looking at this offense, I mean, with the Singleton and the running back duo that you have with Allen. Penn State looks like they should go in here and just roll this game. And Iowa, you know, if this is the best that the Big Ten West has to offer, it's going to be another long year for the Big Ten West. It's going to be a lot to be said. Iowa – Iowa's really holding up the entire Big Ten West, going up against Penn State, one of the leaders in the Big Ten East. If Iowa can make this game competitive or pull off the victory, it's going to say a lot for the Big Ten West. But right now, I mean, minus those three offensive players, Kirk Ferentz has really got his hands tied going into this game. This is not the team that you want to play minus those players. And like I said, Penn State coming in, not even turning over the ball. So you would hope that maybe you can get some help that way. They don't. They don't shoot themselves in the foot. That's what makes this team such a dangerous team in the Big Ten. The other game, Ohio State, Notre Dame. 
another 7:30 game at Notre Dame. Sam Hartman starting his 50th game. Yeah, I'm not kidding, folks. He's been around that long. His 50th, 5-0 for Notre Dame. And I mean, it, it's basically he has been the, a godsend for the Fighting Irish, no pun intended. 13 touchdowns, zero interceptions for the year. You got uh, Estemine coming in, running the ball. Notre Dame looks really good offensively, defensively. They got this thing going. Ohio State coming off of the Western Kentucky game where they were able to limit Western Kentucky to 10 points, which is good because Notre Dame has a high-powered offense. Notre Dame has scored over 40 points in the last four games, and they've never done it five games in a row, and I don't think they're going to do it five games in a row this time. Can McCord come out there and lead this team? Now He's starting to find Harrison. He's starting to look like he is getting more and more comfortable with this Brian Hartline offense. He's going to have his work cut out as well. Going into South Bend, it's a very – look, Notre Dame – at night, under the lights, with the crowd behind you, is a difficult place to play. But this is Ohio State. You are the Ohio State. This is what you guys are bred for. For the Buckeyes to go in there, I think they can get it done. But McCord's going to have to play the game of his life. You cannot play scared. You cannot fall into the crowd. You can't look around and see touchdown Jesus. You got to stay focused. You got to realize that you got two great dynamic NFL receivers on opposite ends. You have to battle it out, plain and simple. You can't let the crowd get to you. You got to jump out to a fast start. If not, Notre Dame's going to take you down. But I think for Ohio State, this game is even bigger because I think the entire reputation of the Big Ten this season all hinges on this game. And you're like, well, that's a little dramatic. It, it's really not. Because when you look at the Big Ten, aside from, I guess, Penn State being West Virginia, who's not really that great, the Big Ten doesn't look as if they have been as dominant as they have in past years. Big Ten leader Michigan has been struggling in games. Ohio State has been struggling in games. The rest of the Big Ten does not look that great. Ohio State can really set the tone and show that the Big Ten is just as good as it's been in the past few years because right now it looks like it's the Pac-12 is the bell of the ball. Even the SEC does not look the same. For the Big Ten, you need Ohio State to go in here and, and help recapture some of that that the feelings that you have of knowing that the Big Ten is, is one of the best Power Five conferences. If Ohio State goes down, I think that's going to take a hit to the Big Ten, especially because that means Notre Dame is now undefeated and they have a lot of good victories in their back pocket. And if you're the Big Ten, the Big Ten winner would basically have to run the table if you want to get one of the seats at the four seats at the table for the playoffs. That's how important this game is for the Big Ten, not just Ohio State, but the Big Ten. Speaking of Michigan, Michigan has Rutgers, and it's plain and simple. J.J. cannot throw the ball to the other team. J.J. has to play within himself, take what you have, run the ball, control the game. And I think Jim Harbaugh being back on the sideline will help J.J. in keeping Michigan on pace and going out and just kind of shrugging off last weekend's game against Bowling Green, which was an odd game. I don't think you're going to see J.J. have that type of a, of a performance two weeks in a row. At Michigan State, you saw they got blitzed by Washington. They have undefeated Maryland coming in. But it's a, it's a funny Maryland team because the, as, even though they're undefeated, 
they've been down in their last two games, 14 to nothing. And and I think to, to break this game down, both teams, Michigan State and Maryland, have started each game off extremely slow. To me, as simplistic as it sounds, the first team that scores a touchdown, you're probably looking at the winner of the game because they're going to keep that ball rolling. Once Maryland gets to scoring points, they start humming. Once Michigan State gets to scoring points, they start humming. Who goes out? Who scores first? Because both teams have been notorious for extremely slow starts for this season. That's it. Uh, Make sure you guys keep liking, subscribing, and reviewing the Five Star Zone. We'll be back a little bit later on in the week. We'll break down this weekend's games. We'll have a, a Big Ten power ranking. We'll keep you updated on the coaching search at Michigan State. Plus, anything else that pops up within the Big Ten. Thanks for watching. Keep liking, subscribing, reviewing. Tell your friends. Thanks for watching the Five Star Zone.